0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Behind the Lens with EDL. I'm your host, EDL, and I'm really excited to be back since it's been, oh, I don't know, over a month <laughs> since my last episode. Um, I'm trying to be more consistent. Uh, the holidays kind of came up on me and I got sick for a bit there and I'm kind of just getting my energy back, so I am uh, truly, really very excited to get back into it. And um, I really like editing these episodes now because I recorded them a month ago and i barely remember what we talked about until I listened to them. So this week I have Justin Woodley on, who is a Columbia football player who I loved capturing. He showed so much emotion and just so much fun in front of the camera, so someone that just made my job easy. Um, We talked about everything going on and what it's going to take for things to get better in this country and what he's going through, uh, how he's uh, kind of trying to figure himself out in the sense of finding out what he can do with coaching, and what's next for him. Uh, We just had a really good conversation. And of course, we always end it with the photos. And we always have a lot of fun talking about those memories that we had at Columbia. So without further ado, let's just jump right into it um, and enjoy this conversation with Justin. All right. Hello. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. How are you? (laughs)
0: Okay. You know, just happy to be doing this. I just uh, released, or I'm going to release Josh's podcast, Josh, Mike, Macaulay. Oh, okay. I, just, nice. I recorded with him like two or three weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. And then I took a break. So I'm only just releasing it today. Gotcha. So I just did, I'm just doing that. And now I'm excited to talk to you.
1: Yeah, it's been good. You know, uh, quarantine life, you know, just trying to stay at home, <laughs> stay away from people, stay safe, you know, trying to get through it. So waiting for life to get back to normal.
0: Yeah. How's school going? Are you still Uh, taking classes right now?
1: I took this semester off uh, just so I can take a fifth year coming in the fall of 2021. Uh, I have football eligibility left since I've been injured. So I'm going to take that in the fall. So I had to take this semester off because we can't do um, we can't take like grad years at Ivy League schools. So eight semesters and the eighth semester will be in the fall. And that'll be my last year at Columbia.
0: Got it. Got it. Um so what have you been doing to kind of take up your time then
1: during uh, this quarantine? Honestly, just really trying to dive into like what I want to do after college. I really want to become a coach, so I've been actually okay. just watching a lot of film. Uh I watch a lot of football pretty much every day. It's kind of all I do. Watch a bunch of yeah. football videos. Uh I took a class actually called the Scouting Academy. And okay. It's pretty much teaching you how to be a scout and you get to learn from like former executives, former GMs and they pretty much give you tips. And then they like, you can write reports and then you send the reports to them and then they give you feedback. So it's been a pretty neat experience getting to see like That's, that side wow. of the, uh, that side of football as well. Not just the coaching aspect, but also the yeah. how has side. that been
0: and how has that been compared to now that like, you know, you compare that to being a player and now you're on the other side. Like, how I does mean, that,
1: I, I just think like it shows me. About it. Yeah. It, it, it honestly has showed me how little I actually knew <laughs> compared to how much I thought I knew. And it's, it's, it's hilarious because like, you also just think like the way we evaluate players is like casual fans is always just like, Oh, he looks good. And then you see how, how many things they break, how they break your game mm-hmm. down into so many minute details. And it's like, wow, it's truly, it's impressive to see how, how much the game comes down to like tiny little details, like hand placement being inside of uh, like a shoulder pad instead set outside. And so when you start to like build up that whole kind of bank of knowledge, you start to really get like a, Full in depth kind of view into like how sophisticated the game is, which is pretty neat for someone like me who really just enjoys kind of every aspect of it.
0: Yeah. Like I've been going to my one of my high schools that I shoot a lot and I shoot every football game for them. I've been going to their like winter practices that they have since they Mm. haven't had anything, but now they're allowed to have like, you know, no pads, barely any touch, like, you know, try to keep as distance as you can. And I like stick with, sometimes I was like with the DBs or like the defensive guys or anything. And I'm learning so much that I never knew. And I'm just like the littlest things, like just, just the like little changes that they have to do. Or like, I'm trying to listen to coach talk about the line and like, you know, their plays. I don't know any, like, I know football, but I don't know football. Like, you know, yeah. the players, like I give you guys so much credit for what you have to know. So isn't it crazy that like coaches and scouts all they have to know? Like, it's yeah, like it, it just goes to another level.
1: It's, it's just one of those things where it's like it's, it's cool because you can never stop learning. It's one of those where yeah. like, if you really love it. It's like there's always something new to learn. And you can hear that whether it's talking to like the, the, the 18-year-old high school football player or like the 40-year-old, the 40-year veteran in the NFL. Like they all say the same thing where like there's always something new out there for you to learn. And it's like when you have that, if you really just like want to dive into it, I mean, you have so much to go and there's so many places to go. You'll never run out of stuff to learn, which is just, it's like, like I said before, like if it's something you really enjoy, that's gotta be something like, you, it's its just awesome because like what you never get bored. It's always something exactly. new. It's always fun. It's like, and that's really what you want, you know, doing the same stuff is kind of boring. So getting that new, getting to see different little details, th- seeing how things change over time. It's honestly awesome.
0: Yeah. I mean, like with photography, you know, like I've, I stick with sports obviously, but I've done some photo shoots even just with athletes, but there's so much to learn. Like I've got Mm -hmm. lights for the first time and I'm going to teach myself how to use those. And I'm like terrified because I have no (laughs) idea what I'm doing, but I'm so excited because there's now I've like a lot more opportunities on what I can do and like how I could, you know, incorporate this. So, and when you love what you do, you want to learn it. You know, it's so much different than like when you're in school and it's like, okay, I have to take this class, like to get my degree, you know, sometimes you're excited about it, but most of the time you're not. And it's like, this is like, okay, I want to do these classes because like, I truly want to learn about this and like, you know.
1: And it's one of those where like even like you can probably relate it to photography a little bit, like even if you have like a certain style or way you like to do things, Mm -hmm. you still like finding out new ways to do things because you never know if that if you always find that new one and you're like, oh, and it's when Mm -hmm. you find those moments that always make you like search for the next one because you're always like, you know, like I spent I tried five new things. Didn't like any of the five, and on the sixth new thing was like that was awesome. And so then mm-hmm. you spend the next ten times trying to find that sixth one again, and it just continues going. And when you re- when you get in that cycle, you kind of just get stuck. And it's and it's on and it's if it's about a good habit, you know, something you're like photography,
0: yes, a good yes. you know, you're
1: putting it for something good, you'll you'll really reap the results of that in the long run. And it's not short term, you know, it's something that like like you said, you'll try five things and you'll hate them all. You yeah, you know, it's like but then the sixth thing when you do, it's just. It makes everything worth it. And that's the most gratifying feeling in the world.
0: 100%. I can relate that more to my graphic design because, like, Mm -hmm. I think with my photography, there's only so much you can do. And you can trust me. There's so much you can do. Like, I think once I learn lighting, Mm -hmm. I'm going to find a style that I love. Um, And even with my photography, I think you guys know, like, I like capturing the emotion. So, yeah. like, I'm always going to get the plays. But, like, I'm looking for those moments that, like, I watch everything. Some yes. photographers aren't really looking. For, I'm looking for, like, those little in-between moments. In-between, like,
1: yeah. In-between Yes, between the and it's, like,
0: you know, and I don't think every photographer does that. But I mm-hmm. do. But with graphic design, there's so much I don't know. And, yeah. like, you said with coaching, there's – there's so many ways to do so many things that you're never going to run out of ways to learn. Like, it's mm-hmm. insane. Like, whether you're a vet and you've been doing it for 40 years, like you said, or that you're just learning, it's insane. And the vets can learn from the younger kids just as well as oh, the younger yeah. kids can learn from the vets. But like I remember when I interned at Notre Dame, I I was a self-taught graphic designer, still am. But he mm. taught me things, and I was like, oh my god, this makes so much sense. This is so much easier now. You just like changed my whole life on how to yep. do these things, and you just now <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, now how do I do the next thing? You know exactly. Um, yeah, it's really it's it's really exciting. So I'm happy yeah. to hear that. Um, when did you just when did you decide you wanted to coach? Like or wanted to get into coaching?
1: Honestly, it's it's kind of been something that's like always been like in the back of my mind, even in high school. It was just one of those things where I kind of think like my ego stopped me from wanting to do it, being worried about like telling people I want to become a coach and worried about that like the stereotype of being like, Oh, of course the the football guy wants to yeah. be a coach. You want to be a coach, of course you do, you know, and like <laughs> and then when I finally like matured enough to be like, you know what? who gives a damn with those like who gives a damn what people think like exactly. that's kind of when I like just made the switch of like yeah I'm not going into I'm gonna just go go into football be a coach and kind of just go full into it and that's kind of was like and that was a big one was like if I like I kept thinking about it in the back of my mind and it was like if you're gonna do it just do it like stop half-assing it stop mm-hmm. being like eh, I might do it like just just go and if you're into thinking
0: it. about it that much you know you want to like if it's always exactly. there, and you was know that things- there's a reason
1: yeah and it was I was thinking about like I was, I would always think about, Oh, what do I want to do? Like, I was like, Oh, do I want to be a doctor? It was like, well, you want to be a football coach a little. And it was like, well, you might want to do this. And it was like, well, could I then coach my kids maybe? And it was always like, why do you always bring everything back to coaching? You know? And when I started it, when that started to click was like, eh, you know what, like stop worrying about like income, stop worrying about job security, what what the rest of the world's going to say about this, that, and that. And just, if you go into it, just go into it hundred percent first off. But If you do and you do that, take the shot, see where it goes, and we'll see what happens.
0: Exactly. And I actually have this – I had the same story going into like starting my business and Mm -hmm. deciding – actually, not even that, really, just like sticking with photography. The same thought would come to my mind. They were like – in, like at Notre Dame, like do you want to – you could do an internship, you know, uh, with – like the following year with marketing. And I was like, okay, that'd be great. Cause I could do graphic design for them, like be the graphic designer for them. And then I was like, but would I be able to take photos? And then, and then like people be like, well, you could do that. I'm like, but would I be able to, like, I just needed to be able to take photos at games. And every time, just like you, like it would come back. And I'm like, okay, obviously photos is my most important thing. How can I do that? And it's like, now, you know, like, okay, coaching is always what I want to be able to do. How are we going to make it happen? What was your degree or what is your degree? Psychology.
1: psychology, yeah, okay. Which actually, so. which actually was a decision I made more because I knew that I really didn't have an idea about what I wanted to do, and so psychology was more of like a, I, and also the coaching being like in the back of my head was always like, you know what, I'm going to do a psychology degree because if anything, knowing how people think and why people think what they think will be helpful, and so 100%. that was that was kind of the idea behind psychology, and actually now taking the major, not trying to be that person, but like. For people who are unknown or people who are always undecided, I always tell people to take psychology because it's something really
0: where,
1: well, especially at our school coming out of the uh, Columbia. I mean, the opportunities we're going to have are going to come from our network, not from mm-hmm. what major you have. So for me, it's like take something that is either going to interest you or something that could help you down the line. And mm-hmm. knowing how people think and the way people think and why we operate the way we do has actually been quite helpful. And I've learned a lot just from taking that major and knowing that now I'm going to go into coaching. There's so much that I can take from all that uh, and bring it over into coaching, especially trying to focus more in on like cognitive classes and learning how people learn. That's been a big part of my, that's been a big part of my journey in academics.
0: Every player is going to be different. Like when you coach, and I think there's a disconnect. I talked to the first woman I had on my podcast uh, is hopefully going to open something up like a coaching thing for volleyball one Mm -hmm. day. And she thinks there's this disconnect and I agree with her between like coaching styles. And I think some coaches so s- are so st- set in how they coach, but they forget that certain kids can't take that coaching style. Like yeah. I'm somebody that like, I can't take somebody yelling at me. I want, I know what they're saying. I just can it's just like, I personally can't do that. Like I need to be, I can still be told, like, tell me what I'm doing. Mm. It's just, you have to do it in a certain way. Um, and I think like that's your, that's an advantage for you now because like you'll be able to kind of learn and understand why certain kids might not be able to, um, yep. you're always going to get yelled at. That's inevitable. Yeah, like every, that's just you know, going like to yeah, happen. But yeah, there's certain exactly. times where it's like, okay, maybe I shouldn't be yelling at this person right now. Cause they're not going to take it the way that it needs to be said. Um, so I think that that's like, that's, that's crucial. Um, yep. yeah, I mean, I was phys ed. And I'm a photographer now. So yeah. obviously majors don't really like you haven't, I, I have a degree. I have a master's. Uh, my master's is sport management. So at least yeah. that's like, that's how I did the internship. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Degrees, like they're great at everything, but I think, and you learn a lot and you meet people. And again, your connections, just like Cortland, like I went to SUNY Cortland in central New York. And if I stick with phys ed, the connections I would have had would have been amazing. Um, mm. And even now the connection with Notre Dame are amazing connections. Like, I get it now. Like it's all about your network. Networking. You just have yep. to, oh my God. It's crucial. It's and it could be like the smallest things. Like no, it doesn't even have to about, be like going to like network. Yeah, you don't even have to go to huge networking things. Like if no. you just go if you're just who you are all the time, you know, like and professional enough and you're with the right people, like you can make connections anywhere and any and everywhere. It's where people it's just, will think of you.
1: Yeah. And I think it's just being eager to talk to people. And I think it's one yeah. of those things where it's like that's why I'm always, that's why I'm a big thing about pursuing what you're passionate about. And because it, it goes back to that whole thing. If you're pursuing what you're passionate about, you're always going to want to learn. And if you always want to learn, you're always going to be eager to seek out information. And by doing that, you're naturally going to want to talk to people who also know what you do. And that's going to mm-hmm. where you start to build that network. And when you're, you start to jump into these fields, you realize that like other people that are good at what they do, other great graphic designers, photographers, coaches like talking about what they do. Oh, and, yeah. that's, and that's like a misconception that people have is like, trust me all these great people love talking about what they do they like oh yeah they and if absolutely you talk about love. them
0: like that will get they'll you go in the on. door like they'll go off
1: exactly and and that's and that'll build the network and once you have that network you never know where the connections will come cuz it, and it's not even the direct thing about like you might no. be talking to them and they might have a friend and be like have exactly. a conversation with them. but Hey, I remember this person that I was just talking mm-hmm. to. You should really reach out to them. They might be able to help you out here. And so like, that's where the whole thing comes in. And that's why it's like, your major is important if that's, if it's what you need for whatever profession you want to go into. Like, obviously, if you want to go into medicine, you want to be a doctor and that's you're passionate about, work hard in undergrad, <laughs> you know, be get some good grades, <laughs> do, <Yes>. do well, <laughs> get into a good medical, but like, it's just, I, I think, I think it's to, now, it's just a thing where like, follow what you're passionate about, work hard in school. I'm not, I'm not trying to say slack. I'm just trying to say, I think we put too much on it sometimes. And Yes. Really. But
0: I think grades don't matter as much as you think. They matter to get a degree and stuff and you still have to <clears throat> stick with school. <clears throat> but like, put other like put your energy into other things as well like i think yeah. some people get so stuck in the grades so stuck in like i have to pass classes which you do 100% obviously but like also remember that there's other ways to get to where you might want to go and your paths change all the time like yeah and i think people I get stuck in
1: that bubble of like i have to go to school and then from school i get an internship and then from internship i get this job and then from yes. this job i get here and it's like that is a path but there are so many other paths that are out there that i think people really limit themselves to that singular one and i feel like they get stuck a lot of times so i feel like yeah. a lot of people don't pursue other things and like look for things that they're actually passionate about and i think there are actually more, and there are also more jobs than people know out there that's another thing that i've realized there's so many jobs that people just and there's don't so know many different jobs
0: that like you don't even realize that you could be into you know like i'm very stuck with my photography but i I forget that there are other jobs i probably could have done or reached out to you know that would have still included my photography you know i just would have done you won't know until
1: you try it that's the thing no you won't know until you try it so you have to go and try these things
0: exactly um and i think like now that I'm running my own business, I've realized, and like I see other people on like Twitter and social media like social media is huge for networking. Like I meet other graphic designers and like just follow them, and it inspires me to be better. And you know, oh,
1: I do the same uh, like on Twitter,
0: yeah, it's so it's so like social media is so great that way. Um I think yeah. it's one of the biggest benefits of it. Like you just you get to meet people that you never truly would have met. like it's there's the, there's the a whole community out there mm-hmm.
1: there's a community of people talking about whatever you're passionate about on social media. You just need to go out and find them. But I promise it doesn't matter what it is, there is a community out there of people all talking about it. And when you get in there, it only can help further that. So instead of you being on social media and just looking at a bunch of nonsense, now you're on social media and you're actually seeing stuff that's then going to help you further on down the line. And then it's like, Mm -hmm. it's just another one of those things where it helps you later on down the life where, you know, little tip for people. use social media, And it's like, use social media to your advantage. Don't, don't just use it to have fun, be with your friends. There's there's other ways of using it that can be very effective.
0: It's Yeah, especially if you're still like figuring stuff out. Like, because there's yep. so many people like, might just get in and they might do that path, you know, college internship job or college job. I mean, like some people just get lucky and it's just the path, yep. just the path they get. Um, and not lucky, but like that's just how it works. But other people like it's like, oh, they do something and they're like, I don't really like this, but I like this. Maybe I can try. And then you find that community. And if you get into like the right people in the right community, they will help you get to where you want to go. You know, like the graphic design, like, and the photography, like the sports, the social media sports community. I'm not even really a part of it, but I follow a bunch of people in that community. And it's like, they post job openings and like help people they'll tag their friends. Like if there's a job, they think, you know, and it's like, that's Twitter. Like, you know, people are getting more jobs from Twitter than like, you know, LinkedIn and all these other (laughs) sites. Like, are you kidding me? You know,
1: it's, it's, it's funny. It's it's one of those things where it's actually like, if you're not on Twitter, it's kind of like, it's not even like a joke anymore to say like, you're actually like damaging yourself, like both professionally and socially you are damaging yourself. If you're not on these social media platforms, because you have so much, access to people that you would never have access to. And you can help find those little niches and those little passions that you might otherwise have never found. So, I mean, it, it's, it, social media is huge now. And I understand that there are a lot of negatives that go with it, but like, if you can find those areas to find, get the most out of it, I mean, it can be very, very effective and powerful.
0: 100%. Um Now, since we jumped into that so quickly, great conversation. I love this. I could talk about like our passions forever. Cause like again, when you love something, it's easy to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. But give people a little bit of a backstory on like the sports you played growing up, like where you went to high school, um, and then co- Columbia and all that. Like just kind of who you are.
1: Even so, though we have already talked
0: for 18 minutes, yeah,
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm originally from San Diego. I went to high school okay. in uh, La Jolla, California, which is a suburb in San Diego. Uh, went to the Bishop School, private school. Uh, I played football, basketball, lacrosse, and volleyball in high school. Uh, played so volleyball? I did play volleyball in high school. Wow! So I
0: love volleyball.
1: Volleyball and lacrosse in the spring, uh, basketball in the winter, and then football in the fall. Um, what other questions did you ask, by the way? What, like
0: what? Just and then like just your journey from that's basically what I want oh, to know. Okay. And then your and journey then, to Columbia. And then and stuff so like that.
1: started getting recruited by Columbia uh, my junior year. Um they were my first offer actually. So kind of the thing I had with my dad was I was always going to keep my first offer was always going to be in consideration to the very end, no matter what. Um, So they were my first offer. Uh, Waited out a little, just wanted to see the process. I wanted to actually be able to see places. I didn't want to make a decision about being able to go to a place. So once I finally did end up like narrowing it down, it came down to Columbia, UC Davis and Penn. And then out of those three, I just Columbia was kind of the one where I felt most I want to say like love from the coaches where it just, it just seemed like they wanted me the most not that the other places yeah. didn't it's just they seemed to make the most active effort and I also wanted to be a part of like their whole rebuilding that they were kind of bringing in and being part of like getting to meet uh coach Bagnoli you know one of the greats of the Ivy League so that's kind of what yes. got me to Columbia and then also I wanted to leave the west coast so that's kind of what came okay. down that was kind of the the big differing decision between the final two which was uc davis in columbia was like i wanted to get away and not that like i didn't like the west coast because i still do love it but yeah. i just felt like if i didn't get away in college i never would so for me it was like an opportunity to go to the east coast live in new york city for four years most people would kill for that opportunity and i never saw myself going to an ivy league school like even in, really even after sophomore year <laughs> high school if you would have told me i would have been at an ivy league school i would have laughed at you i have been like get out of here yeah, so right. All those things put together kind of is why I ended up at Columbia and then haven't looked back since, you know, I mean, it's been a interesting journey to say the least, but I don't, I definitely don't regret making the decision of going to Columbia at all. That's for sure.
0: Well, I don't either. Cause then our <laughs> path crossed and here we are. Exactly. Um, oh, that's great. Um, what was your experience like at the private school? Like, um, like how did you enjoy that instead of just like going to a public school?
1: I mean, like, I honestly, like it's It's pretty funny because like I knew what I was avoiding at public school because I'd been to public school my whole life, so okay. like I was very happy to not be going to a public high school, but at the same time, there were some there were a lot of negative aspects of going to a very uh, expensive elitist private school um, mm-hmm. that was very high ranking in the country I think it was like top fifty academic high school <laughs> private schools in the country, so like there were there were some downfalls to it and like and then a lot of it's also I think a lot of it was retrospective too. Like my time there was great. I absolutely loved yeah. it. Cool. I had a great time. The people I met were great, but like looking back, there was a lot that I let go just yeah. to avoid confrontation. Um like and it just it was just one of those experiences. Like for example, I graduated with five black people in my grade. So five of one forty. So
0: Jesus. I don't need to
1: go into like where what kind of experiences that led to, but like a lot of things that I just let go and didn't deal with. Yeah,
0: that's overall, kind of why I asked too because yeah, I had but, a feeling. I looked up the school beforehand and I had yeah, a feeling.
1: It, it's, so, but like it's one of those things where like, I would never tell people not to go there because what I got yeah. from there and what I took away, I would never let that be overshadowed by the negative experiences. Now, that's me personally. Like I understand it yeah. affected other people differently, but. That was just me. And what my whole attitude was just coming from my dad was like, you know, even when the times were tough, like he would say, you know what, though, like at the end of the day, when you get out of there and you look back on it, you're not going to, you're going to be happy that you didn't let those negative experiences be the reason you didn't get what you could get out of that school. You know, Mm because I wanted to leave. I wanted I was like, man, I I hated being there. And he was like, he was like, trust me when you, when it's all said and done, you're going to be happy you stayed. And he couldn't be more right about it. But like, you know. I'm happy now that I dealt with it because I've learned a lot from those experiences, Mm -hmm. but you know, I mean, we've all had those, we all have our different challenges, so I'm not going to but like at the same time I got to go to one of the best private schools in the country. It got me great academics. It helped me, get me to Columbia. Like the people I met there, uh, my coaches were absolutely fantastic. One of them, my defensive coordinator is probably one of the best coaches I've ever had in my entire life. And his impact on me as a person, as a man, as a leader, like could never go understated. So like, I, I don't like talking about the negative aspects yeah. because like, I don't like to like people to think that like, Oh, I didn't like it, but like they were there, they were real, but like overall would never take the experience back, you know? And I think it's just one of those things where it's like, it's going to be negative anywhere. Just, it's like, pick your poison. Like I could have gone to public school and avoided some of those experiences, but like that would rise up challenges. Exactly. Yeah, and so it's like, different one. I think at the time, I think people like to make decisions based on avoiding negative, like, results from that but it's like Mm -hmm. there's negatives to both so it was more like looking at the positives man it was and and the friends the the people that I met there like some of my best friends to this day you know like I go golfing with uh Isaiah who is a friend of mine who goes to Harvard now we're best friends still so it's like I I would never take back the experience that I had at that school you know it's just it was different than a lot of other people's and I definitely recognize that that to say the least (laughs) you know like I understand the privilege I had being able to go yeah. to a school like that. I, I don't like fail to realize that.
0: Yeah. Um, and the reason I asked that is cause like, you know, I started this podcast to kind of, you know, interview black athletes that I've taken photos of since like, obviously I photograph a lot more white athletes than I do black athletes. Cause that's just kind of how it is. Like, mm-hmm. and it's just the case, especially in my area. Yeah. Um, you know, especially like the school I was telling you about, um, the high school I was telling you about, like, that's a very majority white high school like even like my high school is very diverse um but still like it's just that's just kind of the case so when I wanted to like bring back because I've done this kind of podcast a few years ago in college and I would interview athletes and just like kind of get their like random, I'd ask them ran, random questions and it was a great way for me to connect with them more than just like being a photographer. And mm-hmm. it's just a lot of fun because I like connecting with my athletes. Like everyone knows that. It's more yeah. than just like me being a photographer because Definitely. it gets me better photos too. Like you guys then see me and you want like, oh, Aaron's here. Like let's like, yeah. we're going to get some get good photos. Emotion, and you get, it. You get the, Yes. Exactly. Because like, it's not like a parent coming in and taking photos. You're like, oh God, yeah. what, they're here again. Or, you know, it's just <laughs> like when you care and you show that you care, you get more out of that person.
1: Definitely. So
0: that's why I wanted to start this to like kind of, you know, just give you guys a voice. And it's not that you didn't have a voice. It's just like then people that might not agree with what I agree, but know me, if they listen to this, then like things, you know, like they think in a different way is mm-hmm. kind of how I was hoping Um, like what would happen. Um, How did your experience like at the private school? Because now you went from the private school to Columbia. So how did that kind of like, was there many differences in like, you know, in... Like, like, how did that go? I don't know how if um, that makes sense,
1: but. I would say like, honestly, like the, the biggest thing, like it's actually, the schools are very similar. Like they're yeah. very similar into the aspect of like, they're both small. And like, I was, I, I always used to think like, man, I'm going to get away from this tiny school, of like <laughs> 550 people go to college. There's going to be so many people. Like, I'm going to be able to like do my own thing. Not everyone's going to be talking about it, but it's like those aspects are definitely still there. Like, it's definitely more diverse at Columbia. That's. 100% okay. for sure but like the 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 private school small school life that kind of like translated directly to college yeah like, and you see it where you're just like where like for example you'll be going through Instagram you'll be like scrolling and you'll look at comments and you'll be like oh you your friends oh didn't know that oh, oh your friends t- Oh, so we're just all friends here. Oh, so I didn't all know we're all I didn't know everyone just knew each other. All right, cool. So just now we know that we're all we're all talking to each other. We're all friends. We all oh see the God. same people. When we go out. It's like wow, this is high school all over again. This is unbelievable.
0: It, isn't that but, crazy? And like you guys, literally, are just placed in the middle of the city too. Like it's your own little world in that. Oh area. yeah, you
1: it's, it's, it's pretty funny being like just <laughs> it, It's I remember them telling you, like, when you're on campus, you don't feel like you're in this. Like, there was always, like, the, when you're on campus, it just feels like you're not on, in Manhattan. It's its own little world. And I was like, you guys are such liars. It no. is so true. Oh, my gosh. It's... You, you sit out there, and then you go downtown, and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is real New York right here. This is nice. Columbia <laughs> Columbia's too nice. This is this is ridiculous. I know. It's
0: like a fake world. Even oh, I could it's... tell, like, you oh know, my gosh, the few times.
1: Don't get me wrong. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's quiet. It is lovely, but it is not New York (laughs) by any stretch of the name.
0: It's fake. It's fake. They like make it seem like you, you get to feel New York and then you also get to go in your own little world. Where it's like, where am I? Like I mean, they honestly tell
1: it great. They're like, look, you get your own little isolated world that's really nice and comfortable. But when you want New York, hop on the subway, go down two train stops, and bam, and you are right there. <laughs> you're good to go. So
0: if, any experience you want.
1: Literally, it's there. Three stops down, you're at ninety-sixth. If that's not that'll give you a taste of New York real quick. Don't worry about it, okay?
0: <laughs> yes. Sure. Yes, it will. Oh so, my God. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I can't imagine. I went to school up in central New York, so middle of nowhere. Um, but like I stayed closer to home because I didn't mm-hmm. want to really leave. And it was the perfect school for me for Phys Ed. It's one of the top schools in the nation for Phys Ed. So like it would and with the sports, it's a D three school. So it has like they won two national championships my senior year or junior year in the spring like they're just they're studs in sports so it's like they're like they're always you know ranked top 25 in majority of the sports like that's just how good they are so like knowing i wanted to take photos and be a part of athletics and my major it just made sense um i could not imagine having to go having gone to school in the city like my brother's the city person i am like i become more because of like going to columbia and like trying to do more things on my own. And it's such, it's a, it's a train ride away, you know, like for me where I am. So, but yeah, I am not, I couldn't imagine have, having gone to school in the city.
1: Either you, either you like it or you don't. And if you don't, don't try to like it. Cause you're not going yeah. to like, yeah. I, it's, it's just one of, I remember we had a recruit one time he came he was just like, yeah, I don't think this is for me. I like, he was, he was like, I didn't think I was going to like it. And I don't think oh. I like it. And, and we were like, we were like, dude, honestly, Don't worry about it. Like, you you don't need to feel bad about not liking New York City. Like, there are plenty of people who do not like it. Like, it's 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 not for You
0: really have to, like, you have to understand it. I've appreciated it more and more because, like, I'm so close to it, but I never took advantage of it. And now I have. And um, I would go just by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even just walking around. Like, the fact that you can take a subway, you know, I could take a train in, and then I could take a subway wherever I want to go. And then I could just walk. is like, fantastic. You know like that like that part of it is just so great, and like you don't even like you just can be in so many different type of places within one day,
1: and yeah, you could take like one
0: subway ride the entire time if you wanted like that's yeah, what's so bizarre
1: one time we took like the city bikes and just drove around the city for like four hours, took a couple stops, you know, a couple breaks yeah. here and there, and it's just like you see so many different things, and then you get back and you're like, yeah. New York's different. <laughs> yes. it's, it's different. A whole world. It's, Speaking it's of different. like Columbia
0: being its own world, New York City in itself, it's it's, it's yeah, it's it's, own it's world. different.
1: It is completely different. It is so and like different you than can appreciate
0: why people from New York are so. I mean, and from the city especially, like are the way they are. <laughs>
1: like oh, they are yeah.
0: their own breed. Like it's, I'm not from the city. I'm not New York. I'm just from New York. But like. It's, New York City people are their own.
1: They they really are. There's and the the memes you see now, like on TikTok, and people are like people from New York are so hilariously accurate. They're yes. hola- like the people on the subway. It's like, yep, that is exactly <laughs> what life is like. You got you got yes. a shirtless shirtless yes. person sitting in the corner. Someone here listening to music. Street performer down here, and some dude's just reading a book. And you walk in and you're like how is this all oh possible? yeah they
0: don't even you don't once you're in New York for a while even if I like now that I've gone enough like you do become just desensitized to it oh. especially New York like true New Yorkers are totally desensitized oh, like, they literally don't t- even bat an eyelash like they're just like oh you'll yeah, get on the subway
1: a- late at, you'll get on the subway late at night you'll just be like yeah this this is just another day <laughs> this is, just yeah just this sit, is happening. sit down look forward. Yeah, you're stopped. you all, just mind That's all it is. Your mind business. Your own business. Like,
0: <laughs> that is just that's the case. You know. Yeah. Oh god, those TikToks are hilarious. So like the one where it says like, yeah, people always ask me why I moved back to New York City. It's like, oh yeah, the ambiance and the thing. Like it's like, yeah, yeah, it's New York. It's 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 its own thing. <laughs> um, that's great. Yeah, I I appreciate New York City a lot more now. Like I really do. Like I miss the fact that I can't go with you know being a, in a pandemic like i haven't gone since obviously oh, yeah. you know it's it's everything's closed um because i just like walking around and be able to just like do whatever like and people god, watching it's right really fun oh god it's great you can just sit down you can just walk around while you people watch it's fantastic it's, it's, it's i just put my time. music on yeah it's... i can like i can just uh ignore everyone and like even though it's so loud you just put headphones on and walk and it's just like you'll see so much it's oh, yeah. it's bizarre it's, it's insane
1: it really is
0: Um, all right. So speaking of like everything going on and just like, I mean, so obviously pandemic, but also black lives matter protests, black lives, you know, like that, everything going on with that. Um, what have you, have you like done anything for that? Or have you talked to even Columbia or coaches, like when all that started, like with the conversation? Uh,
1: I mean, I know that we had some team meetings ourselves. I remember I had some conversations with our, uh, with my position coach personally we had a couple of conversations which were really good Uh, a couple phone calls just because like there's a lot that like um he just wanted to know you know and it it was one of those things where it's like I know that there are people who are who will say like you know go out there and learn it yourself go and do google but like for me I'm one of those people where like if I care about you and we have that relationship I have no problem if you come and ask me You know, because like, Mm -hmm. I want, I don't want you to be ignorant. And if I have the ability to help you learn. So like, I had a lot of those conversations with some people and it was just, it's enlightening. It was also enlightening talking to like some fellow, like black people myself, because there's also, we don't talk about this stuff a lot because like, yeah, I don't want to bring up your trauma. So like, I'm not going to ask you about it. So like, Mm -hmm. even hearing some of their experiences where it's like, not like their whole reinforcement, but like, it was more just like satisfying knowing kind of like a, that reinforcement of like knowing, yeah, this is, you're like not reassurance wrong, more so like this like,
0: reassures you like that. Yeah, like, and, it's, oh, and there are oftentimes, up, like yeah.
1: Every time something happens, you know, it, like people, you know, you're not the only one, but it's hard to remember like in the moment that you're not the only one this happens to, I'll give an example. I didn't get a job this summer solely because I was black after the black lives matter protest. A, like a, a oh. friends, a family friend, had a friend who's like, who needed a, who like had a job opening and they knew that yeah. I was looking for a job. So they're like, Oh, contact him. He'll take it. I show up, have a great conversation with the person. He's like, Hey, text me. I'll call you. I texted him. Never heard from him. Texted again. Never heard from him. I was like, this is weird. My dad tells me like a month later, he's like, yeah, you know that job? Yeah. They didn't give it to you. Cause they were, you were black and they didn't want to deal with any black people after the black lives matter protest. Uh-huh. They're that's like the opposite hire.
0: of what was supposed to happen. That's yeah. literally. So,
1: so like, it, it's and it's one of those things where it's like you just remember that this stuff still happens. And it's like, oh yeah, after George Floyd and all the protests, that's when that happened, not before. Wow. After, because they were like, oh yeah, we're not trying to hire any black people right now because they didn't want to deal with that. They thought that I guess they thought that like, I, I don't yeah. know. But I
0: don't want to. I want to know what they thought because like literally that's the opposite of what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to like we're what.
1: Yeah. So, and and that was that was a friend of a family friend. So yeah, like like the uncle of a family friend. So it's like it's it's just that reminder that it's
0: everywhere, and it's like you don't. I think that's
1: what the protests and everything really. I mean, brought back to like me and my dad. We talk about all the time. We're like, that's the one thing we took from everything was like we thought we were a lot further along than we really were, and I really Mm -hmm. think that like not to be political, but I think like just bring up Obama real quick. I think that period, that eight years covered a lot of cracks, like just papered over cracks that we never really dealt with. It was more like, now you have to be racist in your own house, you know, instead of yes. like actually like dealing with the problem head on. And that's what I took from the whole, like people, like, like and what happened with, for example, was like, right after the George Floyd thing, we saw an influx. And it seemed like for the first time ever, a lot of white people started listening for the first time. And we were like, my dad would always be like, you guys are saying this stuff. Like we've been saying this stuff for years and you guys are just acting like now you heard it. And it's like, how is it that like just now is the first time you're registering it, even though Mm -hmm. we've been saying it for years. And so it's like, you, you just, you actually started to realize how far we still have to come in this country, which was like, if you're not an optimistic person can be rather scary. But, like, I tend to be or I try to be optimistic just because what other choice do I have? But, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think it was very alarming seeing how divided we were. And it's, like, and not even just it, division in the aspect of, like, I tell you I'm hurting and the response is, well, we're all hurting. And it's, like, I, I, I understand that we're all hurting, but, like, mm-hmm. you're not registering the fact that I'm hurting. Mm -hmm. and it's and it's it was like seeing the reactions to that was shocking and that was the scariest thing was like why are so many people anti like that i was i just it it never made sense to me and it was like i was trying to make a rational thought of it
0: and you can't because it's not a rational thought their way like that's why you can't
1: like the all lives matter thing i I don't mean to like bring it up but it's like
0: no you can i was gonna bring it up for me for
1: me i'm always like Cause it's like, but it's like, how many times do we need to make the same explanation of like, I understand all lives matter. I I never disputed that all lives matter. Like, I I'm with you. All lives do matter. And mm-hmm. s- since you agree that all lives matter, so then so then we agree that Black lives matter. And it's thank like, you. No, no, no. I don't support that Marxist organization. I'm like, well, again, That's- again. Let's 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 refrain from the organization here. We aren't taught, and that's what got confused. I was like, "Yes." It was people always trying to attach the things that they like didn't like to a very simple concept of like just simply. Hey, do you believe that Black Lives Matter in this country? And it was like, "Well, I can't believe that they're rioting and looting." And it's like that. That's like I am not Stop talking about question. rioters and looters. We're, those people are wrong. We, we're not disputing that you shouldn't be out. Looting a store that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Do you believe that black lives matter? Well, well, I mean, don't you believe that all lives matter? Yes, so do you? Yes, okay. So we agree that black lives matter. No, 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 that that's a Marxist organization. I'm like, I just don't understand this consistent loop that we get in with this topic that and it's like, maybe because I haven't had enough conversations with people who have those beliefs that could that could possibly be it. yeah, you know. M- and but I, it's partially I, my fault because I avoid those conversations. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because it's like, I don't want to have those, but, um, maybe I need to. Cause like, I don't get it. I would love to yeah. get it, but I don't get it.
0: Well, I think we also like, before we even got on the podcast, like officially started recording, we talked about, um you know uh, the pandemic and the conversations you have with people that are like anti-maskers, which the fact that that's even a thing is bizarre, but it's that same concept. And usually, honestly, same people. Um, <laughs> to be honest, if we're being sometimes um, that like, you can't really get to them. And like you said before, with like now white people are like saying things or believing people. It's like, now you need, I I hate that for some white people, they need to hear it from somebody that looks like them they yeah. can't hear it from, and that's just like, why can't you just believe them? Also, how can you not believe video footage? Like there's literal video footage of things happening and there's statistics and you still need to hear it from a white person.
1: And, and for me, it's also like, like I I'm, I'm a big believer in like, like things happen for a reason. So like, yes, like what I would say is if people were like, Oh, I'll just bring up an example. People are like, I don't think that you, you saying that like police are racist against Black people isn't true in this country. Like it's 2020, that's not true. And I would simply say, okay, well, let me just ask you this. Go talk to any Black person that you know personally and ask them if they have a negative encounter with a police officer. I would, from my personal experience in life, would almost guarantee you that every single one of your Black friends will have a negative encounter. I can almost guarantee it. I cannot say the same about all your white friends. If it, just based on that alone, right? That information. Then you look at all the stories you hear on social media, on TV, the videos we've seen, right? Is it unfair to like, and the reason, for example, like one of my problems is like, I'm not trying to even say that all police officers are bad. I have nothing against individual wearing the badge. Like I understand you're, you're just, you're just a family man. You're trying to feed your kids. You want, I respect that wholeheartedly. Okay. We're talking about, but like the ones that do bad, why can't we talk about them? Like Mm -hmm. that's the whole issue is like when there is wrong, every black person has a story. At some point, we're not all making it up. And at what point is it that we're not all making it up? If every single person can give you a story, at what point is Mm -hmm. it, you know what? Maybe it's real. And, and, and I'm not saying that they're doing it. Like they come up in all of it. It's like, because you're black, I'm choosing to discriminate we're actually trying to tell you that that's not what it is. We like, we're trying to tell you it's the subconscious stuff. And because you yes. refuse to even admit that these biases are real, you can't see how that implicit bias then comes out in these interactions. And that's where it is. We're not trying to sit here and say that cops are out here targeting African Americans. It just so happens that when you have these subconscious bias which a lot of the times for these officers is fear when it comes to dealing with African-Americans, those Mm -hmm. come out in a different manner when you have police interactions, you know, with African-Americans than with white people, when you come into that with a different mental state that affects it. So we're not even like people think that we're trying to say that these people are bad human beings. It's not. If you've only grown up around white people, do I expect you to like understand Like everything going on, like to be completely comfortable suddenly being thrown into like a room of 100 black people. No. But what we're asking you to do is recognize, you know what, I'm not in a position where I know here. So let me take a step back, hear what they're saying, register, acknowledge that what they're saying is real and then try to go forward from there. That's the problem is that no one's even willing to acknowledge that it's real. You know, and I think like that, that's like, that's, that's one of the biggest problems. And and it goes back to everything. Like, I remember um, when Deshaun Jackson made anti-Semitic comments, it was like those comments were anti-Semitic and people trying to defend it. It's like, no, there's, there's no, we're, we're not going to sit here and defend. Like, you must recognize when wrong is wrong, it's wrong. And it's okay mm-hmm. to say it's wrong. Is Deshaun Jackson a terrible human being? no. Should 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 he lose everything he has in life and like he should his life be destroyed? No, but we can recognize when he made a mistake and call it what it is, and that's the issue that I feel we have Uh, a terrible sense of accountability in this country right now. Um, Not just when it comes to this issue, but just in general, and I think it carries over, and it carries over into this issue. So it's like you can talk about these issues without saying, "Hey, every police officer is terrible." That's like you know we can say that we've had a bad history in interactions with police officers and African Americans without saying that all of them are bad. And I think that's what yes. people miss sometimes. Like and it's, I think, it's not people get too defensive about it. It's like we're not trying to attack you. You know, we're no. actually want to we want to work with you to make it better. And that's the that's the that's the problem.
0: Yeah. And I have had a conversation with a few parents and again I'm, you know, I work with the predominantly white schools and parents and people. So uh I had a conversation with one of the parents I'm kind of close with. And, you know, when she heard defund the police, she gets so defensive. She's like, well, my friends are police. My fr-. I'm like, but we're not saying like it's why can't we put money into other things that would help the police and help other people do things in a different way? And like you're, it, it's I know that defund sounds so. I don't know, bad to these people, but it's like that's that's you're you're taking it out of context of like what it actually can do and how it can help everybody and not just African Americans, but it can help every, anyone in a situation where it's like maybe the police don't actually need to be in that situation. Maybe it can be more of a mental health thing and somebody can be there. Like it's like they just take it they read it and then they're like, they, uh, they react. There's yep. such quick reactions.
1: I was, I was about to say like, we, it, because of social media and all this, like we've, we've grown into like this headline commute, like culture where it's like, we, we don't look into anything. And that's, and that's everyone no. on both sides where it's like, you just read oh, yeah. a headline and it's, it that's what it that's means. It. That's the truth. I have to have put my, and it's not even, and and another problem is it's not even just a, I read it and I have a reaction. It's I read it, I have a reaction, and then I need to put my reaction out there for the public, you yep. know. And I and I think that's where the issue comes in with this whole topic is is like you one you don't need to have an opinion about everything. And I think people forget that sometimes. Um, I, I like we, we see it. you don't like,
0: need to share it all the time.
1: Like like I'll just quick example happened over the weekend like Sarah Fuller being the first woman kicker to ever play in Power Five. Yeah. Guess what? you guys don't need to have an opinion about that. You really like, we don't care. No one cares. You don't need to, to go to Twitter and and, and try to bash her. What's why, what, for what reason? Like, what does it do? Like what what benefit does it have? People just, I think people often get caught up in a world where they think that they need to have their opinion be public. and, And it it's Twitter has really created that. And I think you see it a lot where it's just like, you'll see people get on Twitter and tell pro athletes how to do their job. And it's like,
0: I'm I'm, I'm not
1: trying to sit here and say that, like, you can't be knowledgeable without being a pro athlete. I'm just saying without being a pro athlete, it's pretty difficult to tell another pro athlete how they should do their own job, you know? So it's like, we really got to get out of this world of like, I can say whatever I want because, and the worst part about it for me is that, is you know you can say whatever you want because we also have a culture where we don't allow the people in the position of power to say whatever they want I can say whatever I want to LeBron James on Twitter because I'm a nobody but if LeBron were to clap back oh how dare him oh god yes this cocky cocky Uh athlete who does he think he is picking on a fan he should know better that's like and it's like they're held but, to
0: a standard that's unbelievable. Too. I, like, I, take it, I, like,
1: I My biggest incident was when Russell Westbrook got in an argument with the with a Utah Jazz fan. It's like, yeah, just because you pay front uh front side, front courtside court tickets side. does not mean you can say whatever you want to the players on the court. Like, I, I don't understand why people got mad at Russell Westbrook for that. Like, you're letting your son say whatever you want to a grown man. Like, My point is, if we weren't in the gym, would you do that? If it wasn't Twitter, would you do that? No, because you know what would come, a right hand to your jaw. And that's like the issue is like people get comfortable saying whatever they want. And it it also creates that like what you said, a whole read and react of like, well, because I can say whatever I want. I need to get it out quickly. I need to be quick. It's like no one stops and thinks anymore. We don't have opinions. All of our opinions come from other people. We just take what someone else says. And like push it on to someone else. So, I mean, yeah. I, th- I think I we just need more independent thought. That's kind of what I'm really getting at. A lot of people need to sit back and think about things before they come forward with their opinions. And at the same time that you're thinking about your opinion, ask yourself whether the world needs to know about that opinion before you yeah. click send tweet.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. I mean – I don't know there's a lot like there's there's so much change that needs to happen but there's so much change in so much that needs to happen like there's so much change that needs to happen with our leadership in our country there's so much change that needs to happen with like even trying to combat systemic racism and all of that like but there's so many things that need to happen before we can even try to like change it like cuz because of things like twitter and social media you need like How's it going to change? Like people are still going to share their opinions and people are still going to do certain things. Um, And it's like, how do you change an entire country or entire world and how they.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know what I
0: mean? Like, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I can't really get what I'm trying to say out there.
1: It's it's, it's really it's ingrained in our culture at this point of like with, with social media and everything of just like because like if, if you were to for example if you were to go out and twitter were to say you know what we've decided that we're going to now take down tweets that we find offensive or like if you if you're bullying someone we're going to take down your tweet if we find it people would lose mm-hmm. their mind and say well free speech and it's like yes i don't want to get whole political here but like not that we don't need to talk about what free speech actually means but like people it's not what free speech means so like mm-hmm. we have a society that would actually push back against the things that w- we need to actually help benefit us and make changes and move forward, we would push back on those things, you know, yes. and, and it's, that's
0: what I was trying to say. Exactly. Like, like there's so, like, we want to make change, but then there's so many people that would just like not want. There's that always change. a brick
1: wall. There's always those always. people who, and, and the worst part about it is you also have people who like are going to fight the change just to fight it. N- not because they oh, yeah. actually care about either side, but just because they though, those people who like, I'm obstinate. I refuse to
0: that's change their that's just their world. Like they just they need to be like play devil's advocate for every single situation and make everything more difficult than it needs to be. Definitely. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be tough. Okay. Well <laughs> let's get into let's get into some better things than all of that. Um gotcha. and we could talk about the photos that you sent me and then yes. I've taken of you. I forgot about the one on the bench because I because then you got injured. So that was the Georgetown. Oh, yes. Thing. Yeah. And then, so there's the one of you sitting on the bench, the snow photo, which most kids have chosen a snow photo. That's and just And then awesome. the one of you in Marquevias, who is the most popular kid, apparently, um and when i interviewed josh when i interviewed marquavius he said that one time josh actually went outside and then went back into the locker room and waited for him because he knew he would get a photo that would might be it posted because apparently i that was like he was one of my favorite i was like stop first of all josh you got a lot of photos too so it's really funny that your photo that you sent ha- happens to have him in there as well That's hilarious. Um, but yeah here just but like just choose Uh, Explain why you chose some of these photos for me. Like, Uh, you know, what made you choose them?
1: So I picked the bench photo, actually, because I actually thought like the bench photo was like the best photo you ever took. And I was pissed because my hair looks like crap. So like it's actually like it's it's one of the funniest <laughs> photos. I never posted it, never put it anywhere because like it's one of my favorite photos, but my hair looks absolutely Well
0: that, that's the helmet, man. And, that's like so, what are you supposed to do?
1: And I remember looking at it after the game and being furious. And it actually cheered me up on the bus ride because I had gotten hurt. And I remember because yeah. you had posted all the photos. I remember I was going through it and I was like, God. Mm, you damn hair why is your damn hair so like that that was that was that one just because oh. i remember being so mad about it uh i the, love
0: that it is a good photo though like i love oh, how yeah, intense no. it is i don't take a lot of bench photos either like that's a very rare because especially at the home games so that's like kind of rare for me but oh yeah no that I, was a great yeah one.
1: and then the snow one was great because well i mean obviously that whole the snow was
0: the day was, was just
1: yeah, that was insane. But the funniest thing about that one was the fact that like, I wasn't even at practice. And like, I didn't go to practice, I showed up. And I remember everyone was like, Hey, Aaron's taking photos in the snow. And I was like, wait, she is I was walking out of the locker room, put my stuff down. was Like, you know, what would be funny if I did it without a shirt, no, sure. took my shirt off, and then ran outside, took a picture, came back in, put my stuff back on, got on the bus and went back to my dorm. That is exactly oh, oh how god,
0: that photo happened. Oh my god, I didn't happened. even know that. I,
1: oh my gosh. Well, I, look, I, yeah, I
0: guess it makes sense now that I look at it.
1: And then I actually posted the team photo. It's hilarious. I posted the team photo. I'm oh, not yeah, in
0: it. You're not even in it. Nope. I didn't even know that. Oh, nope. that's hilarious. Who would know? Yeah. Who would ever know? Well, like, a lot of people,
1: the people who were there, like well, so the all. Key, the, All the Columbia guys were like, you know, you're. they all commented, you know, you're not in this photo, right? And I was like, you shut the hell, like shut, no one needs to know that. It's a cool photo. Get get out. They're going to think I'm in the photo. (laughs) You can't see anybody's faces anyway. I was like, we're good to go. They're not going to know.
0: The only person that you would know in the one that I'm in is me because I'm in all black because like, and it's me and not you guys, like, because I'm in one of them. Like I'm in, I had, I took a team photo and then I got in it and uh one of the coaches took it for us and that's the only person that you might even recognize and even that would be hard because there's so many kids so how oh, would you yeah. ever know who's in it because
1: no, I, I wasn't today. worried about yeah. it. i was like there's first off no one's gonna actually like zoom in and look for me through all this no. that's no there's too many people here so i was like i'm safe no one's gonna care i'm gonna go
0: that's so but of course they're gonna call you out like that's oh, yeah. just what um, they're gonna do obviously <laughs> you know oh my god that one's yeah. great i Oh, you without a shirt, like what the heck? I, I mean, it doesn't shock me or anything. Like that's the thing about it. Like when did it, I was like, that sounds about right. That
1: had that's to be. Par. And then the third one was just, uh, just because of be a quay. And I remember. I think that was before the yeah. first game. I think that I think was think like was too. that. Was, that was like right before our walkthrough before the first game, which was at CCSU. I
0: didn't and go at, to what. I didn't go. I didn't go to that Central Connecticut game.
1: Yeah, and the reason why that one's actually my favorite is because, like, this was the only year you came. I got hurt right after that game, so like that was like the last time I got like good. That game and then the Georgetown game, and like I heard I remember you. And then pissed. you got I'm, hurt. Like, oh, I've I've never been hurt in my entire career. I never missed a game. I was like. This is the damn season I miss when I was going to get the best pictures of my life. What are we (laughs) Uh, doing? But I just like that one because it's me and Kwe. And Kwe is one of my best friends. mm -hmm. And like that was like the classic. Like I would always like point whenever I came out. And so like that's why why I picked that one because it was just like the classic whenever I saw you walking out. And I love to know like
0: who you guys are friends with because like I don't – I mean obviously you walk out with like I would assume who you're friends with. But like I still wouldn't know that. But Quay is yeah. a very popular kid. <laughs>
1: well, I, 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 picked, <laughs> I also, I, was... I mean, I picked Quay because I also look better than him. So, you know, like, ah, it's just kind got of those, it. Like, I, I mean, he, he knows that. He recognizes that. that. Okay. So, like, right. it, he's not going to, He there's no problem with me saying that. He, none, he, we've, we're in agreement on that one. So I can say that. Established. Place. But that's why got I picked it. that one as well, just to make sure that, you know, I'm shining. Leave him there. Always. Looks, looking and look at me. All's good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. When I was thinking of the photos of you, one of my favorites is of you and Jalen on the sideline at a practice. Do you remember those photos? I couldn't like find you guys it. like going like that? I couldn't it's find on my the Twitter. Photo.
1: Oh, I couldn't I find the s- photo. I was actually going to send uh, you that. But one. you
0: know what I'm talking about, right? I know exactly that's, what I was actually almost expecting that.
1: I know I exactly you're tagged, what You might
0: are. be tagged in it. I probably posted it on my Instagram. I'll look right now. Because I'm almost I, positive that you're tagged in it.
1: I know Jalen posted it.
0: I don't know why I didn't go to his thing. Oh my gosh. You go to your so, tagged photos.
1: Jalen has it. Yeah, no.
0: Yeah. Here oh, these. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. tagged in it.
1: Yeah. All right. Nice. I'm going to say that's but... one of
0: that's that's one of, my favorite of you screaming. One of my favorite. And I remember because I literally it literally says day made. I think I was in a bad mood, like just sad and just like in not a great mood. And like, oh, no. Yeah, actually, that might have been the day I cried before practice. If I'm to be honest, because I had a, no, 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 I was, remember it was because right? you
1: came up to like me and Jalen after, and you we were like, I hope you guys like realized that really helped me cheer me up because we were like, let's go, yeah, like we were going crazy, and like you were like, it really helped me cheer up. We we're like, wow, yes, we're like, we're getting the photos posted, <laughs> let's go, we were like, let's go,
0: which is like. <laughs> always my favorite thing. Like you guys, like I talk about this with every Columbia player that I'm going to interview. And it's always just my favorite. Like you guys made me feel so loved because you get so excited. And I'm like, why is it? I'm I'm just posting the photos. Like what was going on in your minds when I would be taking them? Or like if I like or what I did post them. Like what did you I, guys think or talk about or anything? I,
1: see, I don't know. Like I don't know what it, I I think it's I, I, I really don't know what it is. I just think you yeah. would be hard-pressed to find a football team out there, like, who wouldn't be super excited about having a really good photographer, like, everywhere. Because, like, yeah. for us, I mean, for us, part of, I think, maybe now it's social media of, like, ha-ha, yes. I get to post this fire picture. <laughs> yes, let's go. And I think it's also, but like, also, selfishly, I don't think anyone else would admit it, but I think this is the mentality people have is, like, we know when you take good photos – that they're gonna get on the Columbia football page. And we're like, yeah, that page yeah. is followers. Gotta get on the big yeah, page. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's, that's fair. Cause
1: I remember when you took a photo of me in the weight room one time when I just came out of surgery and you took it on my left side instead of my right side. And it was the main photo Columbia posted. I literally remember being on the bus and just punching the bus. Being like,
0: There's probably why? two of you I posted
1: it. I was like, <laughs> why did she take it on my left arm? I was like, I look tiny. No.
0: But you're screaming. That was the whole point. I know the uh, yeah, photo you're talking about. It's,
1: it's it's funny, but it's just it's just one of those things where it's like everyone... Also,
0: you were injured and still got as many photos as kids that weren't
1: yeah, in the weight room. Energy because people, you scream. people don't realize it's about all you the energy. It's about the emotion. But yeah, I, I just God. think I think people when you have like good I don't know why. It's just really like in it's really nice seeing good photos. Maybe because I've just never really had them like that. <laughs> and you always see like the NFL people, and you're always like, dude, these photos are so nice. Like the action yeah. shots, you're like, man, I wish I could get that. And so when we finally did, it was like, yes, we got yeah. photos now. It was awesome.
0: Yeah. I wish it could have like lasted longer. You know, I but. just think the best photos, honestly,
1: though, not even like the ones during action. No. Like, I remember the best photos were always stuff like happening on the sideline, people walking into practice. Like the, walking the, the into stupid practice things people did walking always into practice. my favorite.
0: I mean, literally, you guys would like choose different th- You're like, okay. I got to change up my pose like you like, oh, yeah. come out with different people like it was it was so fun. And like, you know, people would question why I was there every day. I'm like, well, first of all, like, I don't have anything to do. I need this. This makes me happy. So why wouldn't I? And mm. second of all, I know it makes you guys happy and you look forward to it. And if it can change your day and like, you know, you might be having a bad day. But then you're like, oh, I get to, you know, take photos or oh, she's here. And it's like that could change your day that I'm doing my job, like genuinely, yeah, you know? Definitely. Um, and I still yeah, remember that first so photo.
1: I still remember that first photo before like anyone really knew who you were. Like it was like the second yeah. day you were out there. It was the photo yeah. of Casey. I know you know what photo I'm talking about. Oh, With like him looking uh, at the eyes, like his him just looking his, down at the his, ball. His, like it was like, he's just wait. like.
0: Just his visor, just his like, just the, just the yes. eyes. Like, you took, you yeah, took he was that photo
1: and then the photo of Darian with like the ball here and like his face yes. to the side of it. And those two photos back to back. And I remember being like, "What, bro? Who took these photos?" I, remember it was, I literally was like, "Who took the photos?" I, we were in the locker room, I'm like, "Who took these?" Who in the, who? So when we came out the second that we saw you, we were like, "Oh, we are getting pictures." And that's when everyone started. <laughs> that people would do like competitions, talking about like what they would do, like in the locker room before they would walk out. They're like, "What am I going to do? Is Aaron out there? Is there, mm-hmm. she is?" Oh. What, what, what? What am I gonna do? What am I, we gotta think of something? People would all. Oh, it was a it was a whole show about trying to get a picture and trying to get it posted before practice. It really, <laughs> that's my it was,
0: favorite. It was this ridiculous. Is my favorite. I love hearing this. This is why I did this podcast because I want to hear the things I would never hear unless I would like you know talk to you guys. That's oh, pe- hilarious. People would
1: plan their stuff every day. Oh every my time. god,
0: that's so funny. I really hope that obviously like things go back to normal and you have a season and that I can make a game. Um, we'll see, but Hopefully. let's hope, even if I come yeah. to, even if I come to like a home game and I'm like a fan and I just like bring my camera in or something, yeah. you know, like my smaller even, one, so. like at least that would be great. Cause you know, I got to go last year, but you weren't there, right? Which you were injured. Which game? Court, the last game of the season.
1: Oh yeah. I was at home.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I, and I surprised them and like, I have a great photo I of remember like, I was, I was pissed. And Josh. I
1: was, I was pissed. I, I'm sitting at home, my couch game turns on i look i'm like no <laughs> because they had asked me they asked they, uh, like they, they derazio came up to me and was like hey if you wanted to travel like you know you could just go talk to coach like i think he would let you like you've been really good on the sideline recently and so i had been thinking yeah. about it and then my mom had called me early in the week she was like hey i can move your flight up uh do you want to come home and like you gotta remember this is a week after surgery i was like yeah. S- super low. Low, low. Yeah. And so I when my mom told me that, I was like, oh, get me the flight home now. Let's go. I am getting out of here. Let's go. And I left and then I saw I was like oh. Of course. I was just like, of course it had to be. It had to be the game that I didn't go to. Of course I didn't that tell was the anyone.
0: One. I surprised them. I only told I said I only told one mom.
1: No, Hart's mom I and tell, that was it. I could tell from the photos of Murph and Josh walking around. Oh, that yeah, they, the that they, no, no one guess. had any clue. You Murph, could just see on Murph's face he was like
0: <laughs> Josh had already seen me, so he had already had his reaction. But Murph, like, I don't think anyone told him in the locker room either. So, like, he walked out oh, in no, his, and he was one of the see, guys that was genuine, I was like, yeah. I couldn't wait to see him because, like, he had always been so supportive, all oh, that yeah. stuff. And so I was like, I can't wait. And he gave me a react. I just wanted one reaction exactly like that, and he gave it to me. I was like, perfect. Amazing. Oh yeah, it was it was like,
1: fantastic. Like, it it was genuine. Like, four it pictures was, in a yeah. row of just yes. like, you were like, ah, yes exactly it
0: was so cool it yeah. was yeah and I was Definitely. hoping like I missed you know you weren't there a few of the guys that I know and you know h- h- that were supportive and like posed for the camera and stuff like that weren't there um but I say this every time it was always so funny seeing the freshmen who didn't know me not pose not do uh, anything They're It like- would
1: be hilarious if you like went out to a practice next year because there would literally be like only 30 people who actually don't <laughs> know who you are so the 30 people would be going crazy and the freshmen would probably be like
0: Who the hell is this girl? Why are they They're watching
1: us go crazy walking out and they're like, What what are you guys doing? Like what
0: Like we're just going to practice.
1: Aren't you guys not supposed to pose for the photographer? And you're like, Shut up, bro, you don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best part. We were always like, guys, stop posing. And we were like, No. (laughs) i know
0: i'm like sometimes i need you guys to just (laughs) be walking it
1: was like it was like no not gonna do that you're not catching us i'm getting my picture posted you thought i wasn't gonna pose wrong
0: Oh my God. You guys, you, you knew the system. I was easy to read, <laughs> but I loved it. It was great.
1: Oh yeah, really man.
0: Was. Oh, I'm glad you found the other photos, but I'm, thank you for telling me all that stuff. That's like what I, like, it makes me laugh hearing that. Like they would, you know, you guys are planning in locker room and stuff like that. That's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah. But I miss it. I miss you guys. I miss all of that. Um, yeah, but I like life. that I get to work with high schools. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I get that. I like that. I get to work with high schools. Cause like I have more or at least at, especially pre COVID, you know, more leniency with posting and like doing oh, yeah. and doing stuff. Um, you know, NCAA is just so tough that way. So yeah. it's like it's just, I would love to do yeah, anything exactly. I can for you guys, but I can't, you know. Um but that if you guys, it.
1: Whatever. Yeah. If you guys have games does, next year <laughs> if you guys have are. games
0: next year, I will do my best to make it. Mm-hmm. Um even if it's as a fan you know even if i just like get ticket myself or from one of you guys or something like that and so oh I, I would
1: give you a ticket for sure you wouldn't have to worry about yeah so
0: i'll definitely yeah i'll like <laughs> we'll we'll make it happen because I, I would I, I would
1: i would do it on the premise that i get a minimum five photo photographer uh photos, but that would <laughs> well be the thing only. is
0: if i if i come in i can bring a camera because you're allowed to bring cameras in so i can bring my small you know my camera with my one lens um and I could still go to where the parents go for your tailgating and I could get photos. I don't think anyone would stop me from that.
1: Probably. Um, I, mean, I don't see why they would.
0: No. I don't see why they would either. I mean, honestly, I would even, I could even reach out to the athletic director and be like, Hey, can I take, pho-? you know, whatever. So we'll see. Um, I know. Cause they, they have a photographer. Like i never am somebody to overstep. Um, but yeah. So we'll see, but yep. thanks for taking time and, you know, of talking. This, this was good. I was excited. And, and, yes. I have uh, Chris is uh, my next guest. Ever. Got it. I'm going to have him on next oh, week. Oh, I love Chris. Uh, yeah. So I'm excited. I think yep. like he's somebody I follow, uh, you know, when, when I see him post on social media and like Twitter and stuff and react to things, I agree with what he says, especially with like, you know, pertaining mm-hmm. to everything going on. And so I'm like, I think I'd have a good conversation with him. because He's, think he's think really, like,
1: he's really thoughtful. Like he's, a, he's right? one of those people like, who's just like, like when you talk to him, you're like, yeah, he thinks a little bit more than most people. Like he just, he's, yeah, he spent a I, lot of time and thought and you could tell from it, like he's a really smart guy. So it, 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 I and, really like talking to him.
0: And I think, so I think it's going to be great. And that's, what's so great about this podcast is like, I don't talk to you guys. I never talked before, you know, like you, we, mm. you know, very yeah, brief Yeah. and some like on social media, like, you know, if like you liked a photo and I would say whatever it was, but mm. like, it's this is so fun for me because I get to see you guys as people. Like, yeah. that's why it's literally behind the lens. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not just like who you are as an athlete. It's who you are as a person. Um. So it's been, it's been fun. It's really cool talking, you know, I Trey on, I Quay on, and now Josh, you, uh, I'll do Chris. I don't know who else i I'm trying to think of other people. Um. But I'm trying to stick with, you know, uh, African-American black yeah. athletes, yeah. not like I like, especially male, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for men. Like, for women, I'll do whoever because, like, I think still women need a voice as well. Yeah. So I'll just interview any women. But, like, for the men, I don't need to be interviewing white men if I don't need to be.
1: <laughs> I understand. As
0: much as, like, I would have a bunch of other people from the team that I would love to sit down with. And maybe at some point I will, you know, and I can get their their thoughts on things going on. Um And maybe I could even do, like, bring you on again with somebody else. Mm. And it could be a white teammate. So maybe that will be something I do in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, I literally just had that thought pop to my head right now. I was like, (laughs) that could actually be kind of interesting, you know? Um, So, yeah. But, no, thanks for coming on. I enjoyed it.
1: I did, too. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of Behind the Lens with EDL. I hope you all enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed recording. Um, Thanks, Justin, for coming on and making the time to sit down and talk with me. Um, I hope you just took one thing away from it because if you did, then I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So check back next week for another episode. I promise there will be one. Um, I will be more consistent. I have a few ready to go and can't wait to share them with you. Thanks again and uh, see you next time.